can't believe I went this whole weekend without seeing this episode while all of you mm. were telling me how amazing it was. Were we wrong? No. Are we up and running? A little more buffoonery first. I saw some gators. Yeah, that that. that Sorry, I just. I just can't with the alligators. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking with those. I I did not fuck with them. Trust me, they were sunbathing, and I was like, "You enjoy, soak it all in, get warm." I'm not coming near you. The one that I got at the end was like ten feet. It was huge. Yeah, that's no. I don't like it. That's a it dinosaur. Cool. That's a dinosaur. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But I thought it was like the first time. I really appreciate it. I'm like, oh my God, people literally live here and have just fucking alligators walking across their line, like their lawns. Yeah. I don't even like it when a deer crosses the line. I lawn. would take a bear in the woods over an alligator in a swamp any day. Oh, yeah. Is it the water element for you? Not like, being able to see. Not being able to like see <gasps> the water. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then also, I don't like things that move like side to side wiggly Ooh, snakes and lizards snakes and lizards no, any ma'am. of any of that that swaying action i'm just, no i love a swaying action <laughs> i'm just glad it didn't start to chase me because i read later that they're actually really fast also chase that. you welcome <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. To race chasers, <laughs> <laughs> the original Drag Race Fantasy League podcast, also your favorite podcast with us in it. Who is us? I'm Charles. I'm Rebecca. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. We're recording at District Dog Face Studios. We have Marcus in the booth. How we sound, and Marcus. Hey, hey. <laughs> That's what I like to hear mm. when I ask, how are we here, herd? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And when I talk about a herd, what I mean is this group of friends. Yes. <laughs> in animal onesies. Not those heifers on RuPaul's Drag Race. No. <laughs> that is not a herd. JK, JK, JK. That is a murder. <gasps> um, so we don't have a cocktail off this week because we have not had anyone go home since our last cocktail off. But y'all had a cocktail off last week. Yes. I need to apologize (laughs) to the fan base. I know y'all count on me putting up the cards on the story each week and... I went to happy hour on Friday afternoon and I completely forgot (laughs) that I had any responsibilities in the entire world. Good for you. That's one of the few moments that you could do that. So I'm glad you did that. (laughs) The default is always Me every week last season. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always the card without a bonus. Yeah, and you can still play. So like- Exactly. mm -hmm. But it also means that I did not post the image of the cocktails- uh, for people to vote on, so well, we still have a week to do it. Yeah, we can, can do it again. We can just call that a draw. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. No, there's t- still time. People can still vote. Still time. Okay. It's whatever the 24-hour period the, is that you choose to post it. Okay. Well, I don't okay. want my stats to be off. I need as many L's as possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you got it. I will post my it this week. My poor photo skills may. You might win this one. Yours is the only legible. Prese- this, yeah, presentation was lacking mm-hmm. on this one. We'll yeah. see. I don't remember. I think wasn't mine a beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but not just, just any beer. It was a beer that said in bold font, "Regular beer." Yeah. Good true. graphic design. Good graphic how about, design. How about this week, week? How week this week? How week, week, well, week, week, this week, week, week. What's in week? What's in your glass, week? <laughs> the whole week, <laughs> I've been drinking prosecco mm-hmm. from Kirkland. But I also brought some um, Pellegrino tonight because I think we need to hard hydrate. Yeah, mm, hydrate. We do no. this. It is hard to week. hydrate. It's yeah, hard. We hydrate. do this on Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I was on a work call <laughs> until eight thirty. So everything Fine. about us is crusty. So yeah, like my sourdough bread. 
But what's in everyone oh, else's wait, glass? But you're not oh, drinking weak. Kirkland right now. I was I'm not. To give you're drinking Lamarca. But it's from Kirkland. I got it at Kirkland. Oh. <laughs> but you're right. It's not <laughs> a Kirkland though. I like brand. that one. It's That's the one I get to do. Which they do also have. Yeah. Um, also, I promised my dad that I would bring a bread recipe he has for you, and I definitely left it on our dining room table. Mm. So That's okay. You know what? Maybe since it's a printout, maybe I'll email it to you. <laughs> 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 Charles and I are dr- and uh no Robert and I and Marcus are drinking the Night Hot Black red wine blend from Boda Box. Beautiful box, mm-hmm. beautiful box, beautiful vintage, beautiful gowns. As a rule, I don't generally drink boxed wine these days. Um but uh it's good for podcasting. <laughs> you know, if you want to hear Daniel drinking boxed wine, you could check out season 1 of Race Chasers <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we are very familiar, actually, with the Nighthawk Black. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a great episode, though. Do you want to maybe, pr- mayhaps? Episode of what? Oh, yeah, that's right. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> For real? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Daniel um, is trying to prompt me to do a Ru cap, but I'm just going to cut him off because I before the Ru cap, I watched this episode, then I watched it for a second time with my good Judy Robert here. Mm. And Robert said, as we were starting the rewatch of the episode, this episode proved that this franchise still has some bite left in it. I am not going to try and do that justice with my recap tonight. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you what happened on the show. Our first time, Robert's rewatch. Okay. And now... The 30-second recap with Rebecca on your marks. Get set. Go. Daya's hungry for a win. She is a biatch to Georgie who has to apologize and is somehow worse at apologizing than at competing on RuPaul's Drag Race. Sexy challenge <laughs> is overacting challenge in Daytona wins. Georgie gets to give out the roles and most folks get their first choice except Deja and Camden, but otherwise it's pretty much seamless. Ru coaches the queens through the acting challenge, giving notes and praise. Angie forgets her lines. Runway is chaps. Chaps on the runway. Guest judge is... T. Madison. T. Yes, Madison. Madison. And in a huge twist, <laughs> nobody's in the bottom. Camden and Daya are the top two the and have to lip sync for the win. And Camden yes. wins and nobody unwraps a chocolate bar. Nice recap nice in Rebecca. Rebecca. I think that's 45 seconds. I Very think good. the um, I just realized that, yeah, of course, there was no chocolate bar. And maybe that's why this is the highest rated uh, episode <laughs> of, of Drag Race of the season. <laughs> but did someone no, say it's like the highest rated of the franchise? The or something? Untucked is the highest rated oh, the Untucked un- episode of like ever. And then this is the highest rated U.S. episode. Hmm. I think what, like rated by who? IMDb. Is there like a Rotten Tomatoes kind of thing? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It was a fantastic episode. I was also so many wondering about like Rue giving Willow the note in the program when Rue was coaching and it was just like daytime Emmy was her note mm-hmm. to Willow about how good Willow was doing. And I was like, oh, is Rue <laughs> saying that this episode is going to win them another Emmy? Absolutely. Mm. It's going to win seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. RuPaul, the mentalist. (laughs) This episode starts, because I've seen it so many times at this point. (laughs) This episode starts with Jasmine walking into the workroom, having eliminated (laughs) Maddie Morphosis. And she just says, well, that was was easy. easy. (laughs) It's so good and real that you're like, yeah, yeah, Jasmine, take that moment. Like, you can absolutely lean into that because, fuck. That and the um, the 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 slight tone of disbelief that she's saying it when Deja says, "I actually miss Maddie." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the our, it's all we need of that to live yeah. on in the rest of the season. Yep, yep. It feels very much this episode following that episode. Like we have hit the moment in the season that I wait for every season where I'm like, I'm familiar with everyone. I'm invested Mm -hmm. in storylines. I'm excited to watch you guys all be together in the workroom, fighting your feuds and doing the good work of drag. Like Mm. that, this from- When you whittle it down to- 
Yeah, from Maddie going home to these queens walking in the workroom, Mm -hmm. that is the moment I wait for every season. I feel like the vibe, I mean, I feel like, maybe not, but I feel like the vibe changes because Maddie leaves, which is a good thing. And I think, and I know we'll, well, I don't know when we'll talk about this, maybe we'll talk about this right now, but I don't think the conversation that happened untucked, where like, multiple people came out as trans could have happened with Maddie in the room. Yeah, Maddie, this episode, it was palpable that Maddie wasn't there, and I was so thankful that she wasn't because... It's a very stifling presence. Yeah, and not because she's straight, because she's Maddie. (laughs) Well, it has that... I mean, that's part of it. I think, like, it's we see it the most in last week's Untucked when she needs to, like, hug Jasmine after they fight, right? It's this, like... It's this way that I feel like I can certainly understand in which, like, as the straight person in the room, they always have to be cared for in some way. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're coming in as, like, this, uh, like, which is really not what should be happening. And Mm -hmm. suddenly. Mm -hmm. Friends, let's do ourselves the service and the community the service of moving on and talking about what did happen, which was. Jasmine came out as trans and Bosco came out as trans Mm -hmm. in Untucked in an incredibly emotional scene amongst all of the queens and very much highlighting Carrie Colby as Mm. a force for good and maturity that we have been saying all season Mm -hmm. on this podcast of like, she is so good. She is so mature. Look at how great she is. And then to have Jasmine have that moment where she reaches for her hand. So Daniel, Daniel didn't get to watch untucked. So Daniel, Daniel, I know, but I'm I'm actually, no, 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 I, I, I guessed that it, that someone came out as trans. I had no idea two people did yeah, and that it was like, like that big a moment. So it starts with them talking about drag and Deja asks the room, has anyone ever thought of being trans? About transitioning. About about taking hormones hormones. specifically. And Bosco talks about the pandemic and her relationship to femininity and the character of Bosco disappearing when she couldn't perform and suddenly realizing that like actually this job she has was mm-hmm. incredibly significant to her gender mm. well and not only that but that in her day job customer service job misgender just, her ju- or not even yeah well yeah just like be he him to yeah, get what they say is like being he himed all the time mm-hmm. mm. yeah. and so so she talked about being non-binary and then leaning more towards femininity and then i think what happened after that is t.s madison comes in to talk to them you know for their little like guest judge kiki and T.S. Madison, because someone says, like, what's something you wish you could have changed or something? And she says, I wish I hadn't shut my family out for my transition. Mm. I wish that they were if I, I wish I had allowed them to be there with me for my whole transition. And then she says, bye, everybody. Like, love you. Kisses and leaves. And maybe had no idea that that was hits, the conversation. It hits Jasmine. And she starts talking, she's holding, she's crying, and she's holding Angie's, Angie's hand mm-hmm. and Carrie's hand. And then she, like, mm. something happens where, like, she goes to, like, wipe her eye and her she breaks contact with Carrie. So Carrie, like, puts her hands back in her lap. And Jasmine says, no, 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 I need, I need, hand, so. I need your hand, specifically. Mm-hmm. She says, I need your hand. Don't let go of my hand. And Carrie is just sitting there. And it is the most emotionally powerful coming out that we've seen on this show that has had a lot of different kinds of coming outs and it is and thank god maddie wasn't there like it was just so beautiful to see carrie like hold hold the weight Mm -hmm. of of being like a role model to these people jasmine says carrie you are i look at you and you are everything i want to be you are so beautiful Mm -hmm. and she she's sobbing as she says this says you are so beautiful you are so comfortable in yourself i look at you and you are who i want to be and then oh gosh and carrie says you have everything in you that you need to become who you're supposed to be yeah you don't need you know you have she says you do not much you're you know thank you so much she she says she takes the compliment of your so thank you so much you have everything you need in you you know like and you're the, beautiful. You have everything. Oh, it was. And I think they're like, talking about like they're not being it feeling really different than coming out on other other in other ways of the show is that I think a lot of the times we've seen people come out either like they're coming out 
publicly on national television, right? That that's mm-hmm. that that's the stage of coming out they're doing. Yep. They're coming out to this group of people, but like it kind of had that feeling of like she was saying it out loud to herself. Oh, she says. You know it, what I mean, Daniel? She says, "I am trans," and it's clear it's the first time she said it out loud in public because she. Yeah, and that's I think you know what I mean. It's like that's mm-hmm. what it's that's what's a little bit different about it. Yes. It's like it's not this like how do I? F- it's yeah, I think it's not yeah. an already having come to terms mm-hmm. and then an- made some kind of announcement in some way. It's more like uh, we saw it happen. We saw watching it happen. The, yeah, yeah. Like we saw watching it the recognition yeah. in real time. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is sobbing the type of hysterical sobbing where it like gets in the way of you speaking and mm-hmm. communicating, and like it is bubbling from within her to come out. Um, And I want to point to this podcast and say that like a few episodes ago, maybe last episode, maybe the one before we were talking about Carrie and we brought up Jasmine in the sense of some like comparative suffering and that the only thing Jasmine had to offer to the conversation was that her dad Mm. said, it's okay if you're gay, but you have to stop doing this drag Mm. thing. Mm -hmm. And hindsight on that after this moment is, Oh wow. Like that was probably far more impactful to a trans person than to someone who was a gay man doing drag. Well, especially Mm -hmm. if like you're saying um, that Jasmine was having this realization and, and, and working through this semi in real time probably has kicked this idea or feeling around for a while, but maybe like saying it out loud for the first time thinking back um, and how it comes up when Carrie's talking about how her dad, like her family basically kicked her out when she came out Mm -hmm. as trans Jasmine following it up by saying, my dad said he doesn't like me doing drag. Maybe like subconsciously at least recognized it was more like my dad thought I might be trans. And like that is, or just, or, or, or even it doesn't even need to be that clear of a thought. Just like the misogyny, just like w- would yes. hate the femininity, yes. would hate, hate, hate the women. You know, it's just like, yes, just and, utter, yeah. and that no matter what the dad thought, mm-hmm. it's like what was playing out in Jasmine's, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how you receive that information yeah. when you are having that dysphoria. Mm-hmm. I think too, just to point to Jasmine's youth as well, when you're experiencing this as a young person and the people you love the most in the world and who you think love you the most in the world say, great, here's the line. You're like, easy. I can live within that forever. And Mm. actually you can't, you know, that you're like at, at 16, I could imagine that, yes, I would be okay. And it's also with not exploring this. Mm -hmm. And it's also such a, like, I think, I mean, you know, we, we love drag race. This, this is, again, like we, one of the reasons why we love Drag Race. But also, I think, like, more than that, we really love performance and we really love performance and what that and what and what um, great performance and specifically great performance that deals with gender, how that makes possibility for gender in the world for other people, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's like, you know, like being, I think, especially when you're talking about gender, right? Being able to see people like, live you know period right is still very radical Mm -hmm. is very 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 radical and not just in ways of like and, and i mean both in ways of like media exposure and also in the ways of and also in the ways of like live like live a life i saw a really excellent meme that said if you say Carrie Colby's name in the mirror three times. She shows up and gives you hormones. (laughs) (laughs) So I was, if it is not at all a surprise to me that Carrie was as good an ambassador, not, no, that's the terrible word. I take that back. I hate that. Um, Was as perfect a person to be in the room for Jasmine in that moment as I, like, I could hope for like mm-hmm. if it were me I'm like yes Carrie is the level-headed like chill one that I would want to be there with me yeah it's 
Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I mean, you just see it's I you brought up Charles her t- like showing her maturity in how she takes the compliment from Jasmine. Jasmine saying, "You are so mm. beautiful." She doesn't deflect she doesn't anything. She just says, "Thank you." And then proceeds so mm-hmm. that like she's not dismissing anything well, and, that's being yeah, said. Yeah, and, and everything like, I want to be. You know what I mean? She says, yeah. says that too, which is like, you know, thank you. And then reminds her that like, you I, don't need to be me, you know, like, yeah, but. And I think she says something yeah. like, like, you, you have everything you need to be the woman that you mm-hmm. are. Yeah. And she's like. And, and we've had a couple of moments with. Carrie this season where we've recognized her like emotional intelligence as I think the words uh, mm-hmm. Charles used in the past the moment where cornbread has her breakdown mm-hmm. and Carrie is like no, no don't, don't go she wants to have a moment by herself and then when like cornbread is there is like I'm sorry I asked that question I didn't know it was gonna elicit that reaction mm-hmm. and that's and then moves on you know, what, oh, what you an mean, inspiration. You mean well, a yeah. real yes. apology? You mean yeah. she delivered like, a, a, <laughs> a real and succinct apology yeah. that she felt? At, yeah. yeah. God. Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> Diverse. If there could oh be God. somebody that Wait. I possibly liked less than Maddie being on the show, it might be diabetic, except I also love a good villain. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we move on from Jasmine Kennedy, though, like briefly her in the acting challenge mm. her so good i'm so, about to bust, I'm about to bust. <laughs> or my favorite is when she says something like i don't remember what she does but she does like this weird shimmy like with a line oh yeah the... yeah and it's like it's like literally just like let's throw a toddler in this in this you know like, well I, yeah. i'm continually reminded that like i think i said this last time we were watching it together that bosco is a joy to watch in confessionals because Bosco is a fan of everyone in the room. And she says, oh my God, lightning has struck in the most unlikely of places. <laughs> Jasmine Kennedy is somehow so bad at acting. It's circled back around to being my favorite thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I had the pleasure of getting to be on the District Dog Face Studios. Oh, that's not the name of the podcast. The podcast is called District of Misfits Podcast. Mm. Last night uh, on Sunday with Marcus, which is our host studio's podcast, and one of the questions they asked me is like, who is my favorite drag race queen of all time, least favorite, et cetera. And the thing that I think that I pointed to, which is why Bosco is my favorite this season, is really it's about like the queens who are my favorites are the ones who are most easily fans of all the other queens around yeah. them and through that we're able to become better fans of those queens and mm-hmm. bosco does that so yes. well oh that's why i hate dia exactly yeah. <laughs> because in a villain it's someone who is unable to understand the value in in someone doing something you know just like to just like not being a fan of other people yeah well i think particularly too what we see with Daya is something that we frequently have seen with queens who say that they are edgy or weird or the other side of the coin um, in that it's like you want so badly to be praised for thinking outside the box that you are actually missing people doing fantastic work inside the box. The box. <laughs> and outside of it. And outside, yeah. And outside yeah. of it. Because but you're also, not really clear on what the box is. You yeah. have a very small idea you built of what the box, box is. Yeah. You what built the box. the box. <laughs> what you're doing outside the box is still like really inside the like box of boxes that you're living in. It's definitely still in yeah, the yeah. crystal method box. Like... For sure. Someone has Someone's so many queens, Daya, have already come on this show Multiple and done ago. what you have done. This yeah. episode was surprise, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everyone surprised mm-hmm. everyone, right? Mm-hmm. The, everyone surprised the queens with yeah. the farts, right? Like, no one, they didn't know that was coming. Yeah. Like, and then I think the queens really surprised us by, like, all being good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, and I think like Daya was one of my least favorites in the acting challenge, but still good. Like, yeah. what would have been like, you know, and and good, actually good. You know, like, and I think it was just that everyone else had a had that something extra. Right? I think I just hands really, like, down, yeah. Bosco and Lady Camden were the two best for me in the acting challenge. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and I. So there are two 
duets that I think like so Willow Pill and Daya's duet I very much enjoyed. Yes. I mm-hmm. also yeah. loved how much they geeked out on it in the workroom. Yeah. They found what worked for them. Those two characters they created live in the same world, share clothes even though one is seven feet tall <laughs> and one is five five. Like they they are on the same vacation. You, yeah. It was yeah. so good. It was yeah. so good. Um, the duet that I wish they had spent more time together is Angie and Camden because Lady Camden was so, 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 so good. And Angie has so much potential in acting challenges because we've seen her just smash it out of the Mm -hmm. park before. And then she clearly got in her head and I was like, oh, I think that if... Angie had knocked it out of the park that Daya wouldn't have been in the no. top. No, like, yeah. no way. Correct. But but she yeah. did but she clearly was only but like, saying literally you know. if like if her stumble is the week that nobody goes home, yeah. and she, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, this was the wake up call. That's the week to do it. Also that's her stumble up. was still pretty good. good. Still good. <laughs> it was still good. It was yeah, just once her they internally it. recognizing yeah. yes. that that she was out of sync with like her own uh, ability and potential right like that's just like oh i'm out like this is not like look at it and a little bit like bosco in that she is able to recognize and celebrate the success of another queen Mm -hmm. and i think part of what was happening in that scene was being like you know what lady and she says this in her talking at rome moment she's like lady camden and my other teammates are killing it today And I am not bringing it to the table, and I just feel bad. Yeah, I think she says she's just, like, having an off day, and I'm like, that's exactly what it is. You're still as good as you are, Mm -hmm. but... You're not feeling as good about it. There is a piece of magic that is missing that if it had been there, there could have been serious sparks in that scene. that trio would have just been... I, I oh, was. I yeah. said, uh, well, rewatching today, Lady Camden is coming hard for that fifth spot, top five. Oh yeah, with yeah. like, oh, somewhere in the top four, really mistake. You know, like she could, she could slot in there. And like somebody who um, doesn't think in like the Daya framing of I'm so different that I want to be recognized for it, but then just sort of like does things outside of the box. This was the first week I really liked, really liked yeah. Lady Camden. Yes. That reveal. On the runway. Like, I for, saw, for, there are videos being made of it, of like reactions in bars, and it was sold so perfectly. What I, well, and I think what I love about the that reveal the most, so Lady Camden comes out, Lady Camden. <laughs> Lady Camden? come again. Announcing um, the Lady Camden. Comes out and she's in has like a white veil and wi- wi- white it's wig. A, it's a giant it's white a wig. wig. Yeah, and she trips and falls, loses the wig, gets back up, is wearing a mustache and a jumpsuit. Is, is there also a skirt tear away? Yeah, there's there like a, as she falls, she tears the skirt. So it thing, looks like she well, trips on her and what, skirt. Right? Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's right. This thing yeah. is looks. And so the thing is like. If you look at like I think the history reveals on Drag Race, the before and after, just if you did the photos before and after, meh, meh. yeah. But the the way the physicality mm-hmm. of her becoming another person, mm-hmm. and also like truly falling, there is nothing as someone who spent a lot of time in dance and teaching dance at the college level, there is nothing that like is more of a pet peeve of mine than like watching people fake fall in a really bad way learn how to fall yeah and lady camden did and then got back up with a new gender and Mm -hmm. it was like (laughs) and i was like did did she break her nose was like my i was like oh my god i think maybe she broke her nose because she's fuddling with her face Mm -hmm. but it's because she's putting on a mustache Mm -hmm. it was great good Fans, if you feel like you are listening to a different show than last week, you in fact are. Because here are some quotes about Lady Camden from last week's episode on this podcast. Never what I said. I'll be surprised if she gets a win before she goes home. I know. (laughs) Do we think there's an episode coming up where every other queen is worse than finished and thought out? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Changed my mind. 
filler queen. Oh. <laughs> also, probably the producers were doing a good job of sitting on the best of her because not only did we see Gria on the runway, but we also got some really excellent oh, yeah. workroom moments oh, from her. so good. <laughs> yes. Which is a quote from Robert. She's uninteresting in the workroom. <laughs> but they just weren't showing us that. You know what I mean? <laughs> good job, producers. Yes. They fooled us. Yeah. What is it that she said? That Who is it that she did an impression of this week? Was it of Daya? Daya. Yeah. She says, like, she puts I made this outfit from I scratch. I made this outfit from scratch. <laughs> mm. I mean, she and Angie, they've, they've shown us moments of a connection between her and Angie that, like, I don't think we've really seen play out, but it's clearly there. And I think that also is potentially a factor in Angie fumbling the scene. Um, Angie is there closeness? Is fucking funny. Yes, okay. Yes. When she's like, we're going to make out. And she like does this ugly, like licking her upper lip with her tongue thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. We have to do our cards. You're I, right. To, you're okay, right. You're I, right. I, I live do our cards and I would like to go first. Okay. Great. Because I have Lady Camden going home. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so following up on Rebecca, I want to thank you so much for our, you know, recognizing that we've branched into a new universe. And my card is from the previous universe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really, that's been the problem with all of my cards in the entire run of our podcast. The multiverse? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Multiverse fucking shit up again. I'll get you. There is a universe where you've won every one of our seasons of uh, Drag Race, you know? Congratulations. Yeah. You're number one. <laughs> Who am I in that? Uh, unbearable still. Um, <laughs> I had the winner as Carrie Colby, and mm. I think I should get those points. <laughs> Honestly, just like wait, wasn't she literally one of the few? If she safe gets, if she gets yeah. an Emmy, okay. yes. if she gets an Emmy, though, can I? Okay. Oh yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, if any of your queens get an Emmy, you get one point. Do we call I that the Carrie Colby rule because she yes. should get that Emmy? Let's yes. say five. I don't think individual queens really get Emmys, though, for drag yeah, right, so yeah. that's not going to happen. Right. No one's ever been RuPaul. able to dress. <laughs> <laughs> I draft RuPaul. Well, you never know. What if you draft, like, uh, Someone who has an Emmy Raven, for another reason. Or, yeah, Raven um, could win. Or, or Delta. Mm-hmm. Bob could win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not for have, this like, show. A comedy but... album Grammy or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, I also think I should get these points. I had Deja and Georges in the bottom, and they were the two two of the other safe queens. <laughs> no, it's lip sync. No. <laughs> you guess who's in, who's lip sync? Bottom two. I wrote bottom two. Oh, <laughs> that's so interesting. I've always we'll let the ever multiverse weigh lip. in on that one. I always write top lip lip home. Oh, I don't do any labels. Oh. I just write the names. That's probably much more efficient. I know exactly how my cards yeah. play that. Why am I still I categorizing? I sync because there are lip sync points to be had every week. week. Yeah. Neither of those queens. So I got zero points. If you had picked, if and my only team member is Carrie Colby, and so I got zero points. Mm. Oh. So oh, it's okay. My <laughs> my card. Wait, Carrie's on my team. No, she's not. <laughs> it's the only thing I have. But I think Uncle I Chong. think my my mind has changed on who is going to be Miss Congeniality. Oh, it's Carrie. So I do think you are probably yeah. going to yeah, be getting get some Miss Congeniality points. This and week. she's going to have some wins still. Only mm-hmm. only if she doesn't make it to the top four. She's starting to go pretty long without you can make a win. It to the top four and still be Miss Congeniality. So yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Because I think Peppermint was. Mm-hmm. No, she wasn't. Oh, oh, maybe you can't be. No, it's I, I'm pretty sure you can. And yeah, How did we get a real reunion this season. Oh, anyways, mm. my card. I actually, uh, really, since I lost cornbread, um, I was looking at a blank screen. <laughs> <laughs> since I since I had the un untimely loss I of I loose. <laughs> cornbread, I had to really make do with my remaining two teammates who both had a good week. It's Jasmine Kennedy and Lady Camden. Um, and so I thought on my card that I would double down on guessing my teammate as the winner. So I originally put Carrie. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, I, that's what I, I did, though. I originally put Carrie you as the winner. cannot be me until you have my hair, and then, which is a couple years and away. Then, and then I remembered. I was like, no, she's not on your team. Don't double down with Carrie. And so I put Lady Camden as the winner of this episode. Hey. Uh, so I get twice the points, 20 points for that. I don't believe your logic. I believe I convinced you that she is good last week. Okay. You could have Carrie yeah. Colby only if we wore the same size shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and in Robert's my got some cool shoes recently, y'all. In my lip sync, I had Daya, 
five points. Nice. And Deja, because I thought it was a bottom two lip sync. Mm. And I had Deja going home because... But you get lip sync points for yeah. her lip sync game. Yeah. You're correct that she lip synced. You got Daya. Yeah. Daya yeah. lip points Amazing. for 15 Amazing. Points. Amazing. Amazing. And I get points for Lady Camden winning the lips. No, no, she won the episode. Oh, we don't get lip sync winner points. We just no. get episode winner points. You get lip sync yeah, winner you points. Do. I get you both. Do. Yes, five. It's quite the anomaly because okay. it's very right. rare yes, during a regular season that we get a top yeah. two. I hope we get it every yeah. season from now because it was great. Yes. So, my card. I had Lady Camden as the winner because <sighs> after I listened to our podcast from last week, I was like, Rebecca, you. Made a strong case. And I I like numbers, and the numbers say she's been in the top for a long time yes. without yeah. a win. Yeah. So um, then in the lip sync, because I thought it was a bottom lip sync, I put Daya, mm-hmm. and I put Carrie. Mm. Because it was an acting challenge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were right. Carrie mm-hmm. was not the top. Mm-hmm. She was in, mm-hmm. she was... The bottom of, she was, that was the bottom. I mean, like, yeah. safe is still the bottom yeah. if there's no one below you. But then, and it's late in the season for me to do this, but I'm sitting on a full team. <laughs> so chances of team. me That's not what losing, I heard about you. <laughs> <laughs> chances of me losing a queen are pretty good. Um, and so I put Deja. Mm-hmm. To get points, anyway. Just, I l- because because Deja, like, even though I did you like the same card as Robert. You yeah. had Daya and Carrie in the lip oh, sync no, 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 and then no, Deja going home. Deja. Yeah. So very close though. Very close that Deja's Deja's low. Sa- like same reason that I put Camden in the top is because the numbers say high, even though I don't really want Deja to go, the numbers say she this. could be she could be eliminated at the drop of a hat and no yeah. one would say boo about it. We yep. had all three of us very similar cards. Okay. I also picked Lady Camden. I was torn between her and Daya because both of them have been have been starved. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are currently and getting being starved for and a getting win. the edit that they need wins. Yes, yeah. but much like with Maddie, I really don't like Daya. So I also had her lip syncing and going home. Nice. <laughs> because I, was I like, just I couldn't just... put her in the winner spot. No, yeah. But no, I no. did and. When I first saw it, because I hate Daya, I hated her look. But mm. it's a good look. It was it's so good. good. Robert Robert changed my mind right away. It's the best thing she's worn on the runway. The combination of the garters and the chaps, mm-hmm. and the fact that the um, that it's still a trouser bottom mm-hmm. on the bottom, the wide leg trouser bottom is like. They're the bell bottom. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like the top of her look so much just because it's a little like basic, like it's also gangster comeback, like Jessica Rabbit. Like, you know, it's yeah. just like, I think it could have been. I mean, it's Was simple, it a it's fedora? Good, no, it's no. a giant uh, big brim. Big okay. But okay. you did point out, I and thought I also that the had... bottom of the brim lines up perfectly with her hairline. Or did she you point that out? Which, which tells you, which tells you it was a very specific yeah. choice, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. Yeah. I just wish I was seeing a different queen in it. I like the look. Exactly. I wish it was someone else in it. So I don't know what that means. The other lip syncer I had was Deja. You, oh, okay. And who did you send home? Oh, sorry. Daya. Daya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Lip synced and sent her home. So Lady Camden, Daya, Deja, yeah. Daya is what I had. Deja, so 15 points. Yeah, Deja was definitely rocky this episode. She looked incredible in um, the Daytona wind. Yes. In that yes, she did. Blue suit, skirt suit. Did not like her jabs. I would love to see a super cut of all of the challenges where the queens clearly were like, Spent their big money on what they thought was gonna be a runway look, and then it was a challenge look. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean, like because there's a lot of really good ones. I'm like, that's a fantastic look you brought for mm-hmm. this acting challenge. <laughs> Definitely, Bosco was my favorite in the challenge look. I thought Bosco, the Reba McIntyre, uh, yep, stun, and the makeup and the hair, like not to disc, like that was ninety percent of why I thought she had the best look. Mm-hmm. Um. But on the runway, oof, this I was a know. good. It was Chaps. a good runway. Chaps is a really fucking good runway. I mean, runway. I think Bosco won it with the runway. You like the all pink look? Bo- oh, I'm sorry. I I meant uh, uh, Lady Camden. 
Lady Camden won it with mm-hmm. the reveal into like the Freddie Mercury chaps look. Yeah, it was a hundred percent the best yeah. runway performance. Yeah, yes, I think. Whereas, oh, but sorry, not the best mm-hmm. look. Whereas I feel like it was the opposite with Willow, where like I really liked the look, but the runway she performance not was it. not good. Yeah, for the first time with her, for me. I feel like with this episode, when I saw Lady Camden's runway and then she got the win. It's one of the first times in a long time that I feel like the runway has played a significant factor yeah. in tipping the scale of yeah. the win. Yes, yes I agree. 100%. For many seasons, I feel change. like we've been seeing like either great fashion that queens brought or just like that the runway wasn't being weighted the way that the queens thought it should be. Right. And then tonight, I mean, not tonight, like three nights ago, (laughs) when I watched it, I was just like, yes, that runway was so good. Like, it wasn't even necessarily a better look than some of the other queens had. It was just a better runway. This reminds me, okay, so I want to bring this back, a little circle back a little bit to Diabetty, Complainy, Diabetty, Bitter Betty Betty, (laughs) which is when she's talking about she made something from scratch and other people just glued stuff to a bodysuit. And one of the problems with Betty and one of the shining things in this episode about Bosco is understanding the assignment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the assignment in the previous in in the challenge that she was talking about, that was not the same as the ball challenge, which is like really about you know, which is which is also a making challenge. But we we have heard them say like this is about taste. This is about knowing mm-hmm. that even if you can only glue something, you can make something that because of your we we're trying to see your perspective. Yeah. Right? And so we're like, Well, great, you made something from scratch. But the fact that they glued something to a bodysuit doesn't undercut the fact that we are seeing their perspective, and you're missing out on that. And the, so then, what were you? The thing you were just saying, Rebecca, remind me. Oh, is that Camden's look wasn't necessarily a better look, right. but it was a better runway. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So then the same thing, which is just like then you know like misunderstanding the assignment, even of like what it is to do the runway. Also, like mm-hmm. the idea of. Because I worked longer and and more uh, and harder on this thing, I should have won. I mean, no, it, I is, think, no, like, okay, it is one hundred percent the Laganja Stranja. Yeah, I don't uh, care about that. I spent a lot of time and energy on this look, and here uh, a door is in a sequin sweater from Forever Twenty One. Well, maybe if you'd fucking made me impress what, well, what I saw. No, Camelism no, glamorless labor. We wouldn't have I this issue. I want to say something. Mm-hmm. I want to say something. Georges made two looks. Georges didn't. Georges did more work. Yeah. Georges had yeah. an editing eye that was so keen to Agreed. be like, it was the I editing. need to scrap my entire first piece. I've got to make a second piece. Yeah. Like, Daya, when did you ever step back and say, oh, maybe I don't need this extra floofy floffy? She didn't even <laughs> steam the yellow part of her skirt. <laughs> what kind of work were you doing if you don't have time to steam it? Don't it, make the glasses if the rest of the garment is looking like trash from the back. It's true. It is discounting the editing, which is one of the most, it's like literally 95% of my job. And like the editing is where I think most good work happens. Take stuff out. You know what looks yeah. like? Say less. Like- that I know other people did like. I didn't like Carrie Colby's hair chaps look. I loved it. I know. Tell I me really more, please. Loved it. And did I, she have like like braided hair? I also hair? Have not looked at she any had of braided the photos. white blonde wig. I haven't either. She had she had braids to the floor, oh. blonde braids to the floor, a wide brimmed hat, and then a that I liked a like chaps and bra with like Chewbacca hair hanging that off I did of not them. Like. <laughs> and I I thought. It was, I thought it did, it walked the fine line of being weird but flattering mm. for being hair, tracks of hair sewn to a bra. Like, it was so flattering and so, um... I don't know if it's the look I'm seeing expensive. or her. Expensive. Because, like, I will always be impressed Yeah, expensive because you know that the, the, the hair, hair is, is fucking expensive. expensive. Yeah. So I guess for me it was like, yeah. why hair for this challenge? You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, if you're going to do an all-hair look, like, I just feel like... But what, okay, but, but interesting, qu- interesting question, Charles, because I loved 
the chaps as the runway theme. And so um, we critiqued Bosco a little bit last week in the making challenge of like, you set up your own extra limitation on this by not using fabric. Mm -hmm. And I thought that the chaps runway was a really interesting way to see like, okay, how are the queens going to make their choices? Who's going to decide that... They are going to not use fabric to make their mm, chaps. Who's mm-hmm. going to decide that chaps is actually an excellent opportunity to create some sort of storied character? Yeah, like or who's going to do the layer, a reveal? The like it was layer. actually yes, it was a very interesting one to to add an extra layer to. And so I think that Carrie definitely added that extra layer by using hair mm-hmm. and it moved really nice. It did yes. move really nice. Yeah. It did move really. I'm looking at the photos now because I wanted to see them, and it's still not my favorite thing of the things we saw on the uh, on the Drag Race runway. But like, it is definitely the one. It is definitely one of the ones that is like I would most expect to see on an on a fashion runway. Uh I would have to say that the only two looks I really didn't care for um, surprised me because one of them came from Angie. She had the all gold, the very disco, big shoulders. Oh yeah, like bell bottoms. It was just the it's the weakest look I've seen from her on the runway. My my thought on that one, because I said this to Rebecca when we were watching it, was, and to Robert is the visually I didn't mind the size of the shoulders, but they were restricting her movement and the movement of her hair in a way that just like made her seem uncomfortable. It felt to me. cumbersome. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. and so that just you know, and like even just that might have been enough for her. Again, she just wasn't able to be fully on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She couldn't really sell it, I think, the way that she, yeah. she could have if she wasn't cumbersome. Rebecca, you were saying a Wait, sec- Daniel, what was the other one? Oh, um, the other one that I really didn't care for was Deja. That one doesn't surprise me Oh, so yeah, much. that one was that one The was blue basic. leopard. Yeah. 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 Um, She's not long for this game. No, I, I think. But I like her. She had sure. some. She had- <laughs> I like her fine, yeah. but I don't think she's. She's not, yeah, she's not exciting. Yeah, no. I wonder if she is doing exactly what she needs to to stay. Hmm. I don't, I better you're saying. Step her pussy up, though, because she's going to be in the bottom and go home soon. Maybe, maybe she's got some tricks up her sleeve is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Snatch game. I could see her having a phenomenal snatch game. I could see her having a phenomenal snatch game. Um, I think what I'm wondering is, I've yet to see why she was cast. You know Ooh. what I mean? And so I'm actually Good. very curious because I'm like, mm. some of these other queens yeah. have serious fucking chops. And, well, she did really well in the first acting challenge. She was in the top. What was the first one? Yeah, she was. They made the, one the promo the, trailers. She did mm. the. I. The supercuts. I was. Um, mm-hmm. I was so born young, at a very young, a young age. age. That's yeah. Right. That, yeah, that's right. That yeah. I couldn't even walk for the first two years of my life. Was that from her writing? Her, yeah. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. created it, right? Yeah, that's right. But like in these acting challenges Maybe she's a good writer. She hasn't been stepping it up. Mm-hmm. Like this was not good. The last one was mediocre too. And Maybe we she, haven't yeah, Charles Next week is a song. Next week's a song. Next week we see them write again. Maybe she's like, a good writer. Cause she wasn't bad in this no. well none of them were bad that's why there wasn't anyone in the bottom mm-hmm. but um she also she is the person that did not get her first choice role because it is the role that georges wanted for herself so like whatever but also it means that whatever choice she had wanted to make she wasn't coming for the win this week she didn't feel it. Actually, has like, there been Lady a week Camden where I feel like she's coming for the win? The last no. pick. Lady Camden's the only one who didn't pick a person. Because we've heard a lot of the other queens talk about they're coming for a win this week. I, I haven't heard any. I mean, we might just not be. I, we're not seeing a lot of her in yeah, the work we room. Saw it yeah. on the, we saw it on the runway challenge. Because she was like, I'm a designer. I yeah, that's right. That's right. You're yeah. right. Um, Thank you, and Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And, and, I, and maybe that is partially what killed her momentum. Because was she placed low that week, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I loved, I really loved Bosco's look, um, on the, the runway, pink. the yeah. pink leather chaps. Um, I thought it was a phenomenal look. It was an obvious yes, an obvious look. Before I forget, 
Folsom. We'll talk about it next. But, oh, yes. But, 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 um, Bosco's look, what I loved was she came out, gorgeous look, a little obvious, but then she said, I am a cast member of Rock of Love. I just got off the bus. And telling us your references frames your perspective. Bosco's and, re- and so, Bosco's and the one who gets references. Bosco That's understood Reba Bosco happened. understood Reba yeah. and Dynasty. Like she's not only Reba, but she goes like this is Joan Collins. This is Joan yeah. Collins as fancy as written by Reba, played by you know, like yes. she, she yeah. understands exactly yes. from and the so, dialogue. And so that like seeing I hearing mean the brief, whatever. Hearing yeah. hearing her voiceover during the runway and saying like I am Rock of Love. I was like, oh, y- yes, you are. Thank you. Like, it brought me in because it was already a good look. Rock of Love is a musical? No, it's, no, a, it's a show. It's, it's a Flavor show. of Love, but like three Kid. three times tangentially yeah. removed. Oh, okay. Brett Michaels? Is that his name? Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's a, it's a, is you, that you a football kept on saying, player? Oh, I'm Rock of Love, Rock, Rock of Love, and I kept on thinking... Rock of, Rock of Ages. ages. <laughs> yeah. No, Before it's we... early aughts dating show about a former celebrity Brett where Michaels. everyone is trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to. Cool. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ravenna. I like that. Well, the other thing I want to say about Bosco's look is Bosco is one of the type of queens that if I didn't have full faith and trust in Bosco to put great looks down the runway, I'd think at some point this season, Michelle Visage is going to ask you for glamour. Mm. And she's giving us glamour. Interesting choice to do it in the Chaps Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> like, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Absolutely. I don't think that's the only thing she's already given us. The yeah. horns, the maleficent. Look. Like, I thought that was pretty I think she's glamorous. already. There is no oh, doubt I for don't, me that she gives us I glamour. Don't. I, think, I think when Michelle says that she wants glamour, there's a specific feminine beauty and an amount of mm. hair that she it's wants. It's about hair. It's about hair yeah. that she wants the queen to wear yeah. and move. Hair and waist. Yes. Hair, hair and waist. waist. Yes. I do have to say, Michelle Visage, best hair I've seen from you of all seasons. Michelle, um, so... What was she wearing? I remember. I don't no, remember no, what her I hair just, was. Her, her, oh, this season. Yeah, this this season, season, her oh, hair is phenomenal. Her hair is yes. great. Um, before we move off the runway, I wanted to and acknowledge what Rebecca recognized about how it's been a while since it's factored so heavily in. And I think what happened is we had a series several seasons in a row of incredible Vogue couture fashion icons. We got Violet Chalk. I mean, like this goes all the way back to like Raja was like mm-hmm. the first that they recognized as like a fashion queen. And then Detox. And, and then, then Aquaria. And Aquaria. Yeah. And 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 like and Shea Violet, and Valentina. Violet and Shay and Valentina. And even the ones who didn't play well. And Simone we had, like, and Gigi. The dresses coming out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To the point where it's like, okay, like if you show me something incredible that looks like it could be on a New York's like uh, fashion week wa- uh, catwalk, we're going to love it. But we've seen enough of that now that it's not going to just doing. That's not enough. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you really have to do something different. And mm-hmm. I, I think, that's what Lady Camden did. That's not, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're doing this on Drag Race. That's just yeah. a lane now. Yes. 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 When Violet yes. Chachki did it, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe we're seeing this we're on seeing Drag Race. fashion money. When she did the like, yeah. into the all Everything plat, she did, honestly. The black yeah. into the plaid. But, yeah. yeah. The two in one. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now it's just a lane. You know what I mean? Like yeah. now yeah. it's like exactly. that lane, that lane will be cast. Sasha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that lane will be cast only more than one. So be ready to be better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have something else you do mostly. Are there two? In fact, is there a this fashion season? queen this season, or have we just seen really good runway looks? No, there's. I think Bosco's a fashion queen. Honestly, I think Bosco has the fashion references, right? Like, so Can you be a fashion, fashion queen from Seattle? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's about I think it's about references. I, do I think, think that's what it's really it's about references. Had, it's about it's about um it's about understanding what the contemporary dialogue is. It's about being able to contribute to that. And that's what Bosco does really well, right? And that's what a lot of Seattle queens do well. Mostly they've done it from a comedy perspective. She's doing that, but the game has changed. She's recognized that. I think she can also do that from a fashion perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think we saw that. All right, Bosco. It's funny because Jerry's out. I, Sorry, yeah, go Jerry's ahead, Daniel. Out on Bosco for me just because I'm like 
I don't think of Jim Bob as a fashion queen. Jimbo? Jimbo. <laughs> Jim Bob. <laughs> Jimmy Bob Thornton. Uh, I don't think of Jimbo as a fashion queen, but this last Diego Montoya piece that she wore, mm. I thought was better than anything I've seen from who Bosco fa- yet. Yeah. Maybe, you're right. Maybe there really aren't, I was going to say, like, really, who are the fashion queens left on this season? Yeah. And, know. like, maybe Jean Jambalaya was supposed to be one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, like, are, is it possible that there's queens who are, like, supposed to be, like, really supposed to be invested in fashion who've gone already? It can't be a June Jambalaya with those Well, I mean, she was the one. I mean, I don't mean that. I'm. I know I sound shady when I say that, but I th- do think that she's the she, stylist. She was the stylist. Mm-hmm. She was the one, yeah. and mm-hmm. and a lot of her promo was was her interest and fandom of vintage fashion and of fashion. So what did I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. I, that didn't play out, but yeah. But I mean, like, who else were the ones who were? I don't know. Like, that is something, and I think I don't know. So this yeah. episode felt the only moment that felt a little e to me was the uh lesson of the week about Folsom which I'm now back on um <laughs> with Bosco and and I go back and forth because they have the whole conversation in the workroom about Folsom and about what it is and Angeria doesn't know what it is and it's a, it's a sweet summer it's a, child it is I a, love Angie and, what's happening at the fair <laughs> yeah. and and Bosco I go to that fair. it becomes it becomes a very teachable moment and Bosco takes on the education of the 13-year-olds that are watching Drag Race tonight and talks about it but what saved it for me is Bosco saying not every pride event should be family friendly. There is room there is room for family friendly pride events, but we need to maintain the grit of the queer community. And it was like it was very that Not only I agree that's what saved it, but also I think that is the lesson. Yeah. Right? That is the lesson yeah. I'm trying yeah. to fair, say. Fair, you yeah. couldn't do that without Balsam, which is something yeah. that is not for everyone. And I think yeah. also the fact that they do that the week after Maddie leaves. Uh, yeah. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss yeah, on really Maddie's elimination. Yeah, they're like people, and like, and not, you know, it's like not for, no, no you know, like not everything yeah. has to be for everyone. Yeah, it, it, like there are people fucking in the street during Folsom. It's, yeah, you know, um, which is great, awesome. No, I agree, and but, I like, like, I want. <laughs> the only reason I'd want to see Maddie in that workroom is to see how co- uncomfortable he yeah. would be. But yeah. actually, what we <laughs> saw this season is that that actually doesn't feel good. No. It doesn't feel good to watch Maddie be uncomfortable in the workroom. Yeah, it's not good TV. Mm-mm. No, it does not make me feel because good. Because it's not good sexuality. drag race. Because it's not <laughs> what drag race is about. To see yeah. Maddie yeah. uncomfortable to see, with the things to see you that being uncomfortable yes. with queer joy <laughs> is really not what I want to see on yeah, television yeah. on RuPaul's Drag it's Race. Not the, yes. or it's succinct. not the early aughts anymore. It's Period. Not. No. It's Bye. No room for that in my fantasy. This is a fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bosco's fulsome comment to take it even further is... I don't know if we want to leave this in. Whatever. Mm, Go for it. Lay it on me. Um, it's not going to cut out. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we no longer edit this podcast. If it ain't out, it in. <laughs> um, is that, like, frequently when I hear people voice their homophobia, it is often cloaked in, like, the children don't need to hear about that. Uh, and yeah, my form. argument, too, is that, like, there are so many straight spaces that aren't child-friendly either. Or should be. Yeah. Like, and if right. you're only understanding of gay culture is the part that's not okay for children, like, you're missing, like, the humanity of people who are gay like they're not just like not safe for children you know what we i mean do like, so many things and your parents you <laughs> already inherently know this. i have a child yeah i but- don't like watch letting my teeth i don't like letting tino watch the uh rated for year seven inspector gadget and fix reboot but i'm fine with him watching <laughs> drag race but- <laughs> <laughs> Because you know how to sing in songs, I'm fine with. But like you know, but but like you, you have a good direct experience having curated the things that you let your own child experience. Because there are always things in every culture that are not child ready. Should we end this? 
I don't think so. No, okay. it's not time yet. It's not time okay. yet. Okay. Okay. It's not time might yet. Maybe, might be. Um, you need to go. No, no, I don't. No, no. I did, and now I'm better. So, <laughs> what was so fun about this episode was being reminded how stupid RuPaul is. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. how low In the best brow, that world. Yes. Word. That, like, mm-hmm. that all it was was fart jokes and RuPaul is sitting there with a fan, cackling her ass off at the judges' panel, like, just so happy. I somehow <laughs> managed to avoid spoilers for this episode, uh-huh. except that I saw a clip of the boss or the Lady Camden reveal mm. because it was in a bar mm-hmm. and it was like a. It's bu- so gifable. And it was yeah. still okay. Like, I was gagged yeah, when you I still, saw the clip. Yeah, it doesn't ruin the show no. for you anyway, yeah. Um,. The other thing I saw, I just had no context for, so I didn't understand. It was a meme of Rockham Sakura crying. And it was like, how Rockham must feel watching this episode. Mm-hmm. Because when Rockham was on the show, she made fart jokes and they <laughs> read her for filth. And, and they were That's like, That's right. Yeah. right. And I remember being mad about that at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michelle said, Give me something other than a fart joke. And RuPaul said, How about. Only fart jokes. jokes. Uh, I think what made it so fun too was like the surprise to the queens when they watched the playback of the challenge that the shock and then joy and delight throughout the viewing, like it just kept building on how good I felt about this whole show. I was actually kind of so happy how long it took them to realize. Like I was like, they got through. Uh, Deja's entire opening monologue looking confused. Well, like, by the knows? second part, you should know it's. I overlaid. knew after the first one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that too, like, that's again what I love about performance is when it's the ability to travel through time, right? They do this mm. in one way and then another layer is added and then it it gives them a new perspective on the experience they happened that preceded the adding of that fart. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I think that, I actually think that's like a really important performance lesson too, even mm. though it is campy and stupid. It's like, oh, the way I mean, it, the the basic the mo- the most basic thing it's saying is they didn't know this was happening. We were able to, you know, edit it, and it and it, it made them understand it in a new way, and that's yeah. such a great thing, of, even though yeah. it's stupid. The you most know, e- identifiable moments I've ever had with Bosco is when Bosco's in the talking head moment, and like, oh, I'm actually like really disappointed that I didn't recognize earlier, yes, yeah, what this was and what they were gonna do, and I'm like, ah, that is a feeling I have all the time. Well, and they did a good job too for us of cuz I can imagine being a queen in that scenario and being like where are the jokes in this mm. thing. And they did a good job of not making me question. Like they edited it in such a way that I was I, I wasn't asking where are the jokes in this yeah. acting thing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Where like, I was going. Yeah, because I think they could have done it in such a way where we're like they're making all of these fart jokes but there's no farts and then you know I, I yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did a good job of not revealing their hand until it was time. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, I also loved that Bosco moment where Bosco was saying, like, why didn't I catch this sooner? And I think it ties into what Charles had said or somebody had said earlier about, like, Bosco catching all the references Mm. all of the Mm -hmm. time. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. to know that Bosco probably read that script with an forward and backwards, uh, yeah. forward and yeah. backwards, and with an eye for what is not here. What am I mm. not seeing? You know, like but who is who is this referencing? And like, and like blank spots in structure are very different things. Very yeah. hard to see. They're not the same. You but know. then once those fart jokes were there, to then read it, yeah. it's all right there. Oh, and yeah. on yeah. that yeah. note, yeah. I really think we should end this episode the way we end every episode. Okay, let's send it. Is there anything, any any burning, any burning gas people need to release? Yes. <laughs> yes. The bonus for next week is you get- Snatch game? You get eight guesses for Snatch okay. game. If you get any yeah. of them right, you get a point. Okay. Great. Yeah. Because this next episode is not Snatch game, but surely the it's following coming. one is. It's got to <laughs> be. Yeah. We, we have only so many queens left. Was this the eighth episode, by the way? Seventh. 
Okay, so next week could be the golden ticket episode, and I I picked. Just, oh, that's the one that I yeah. picked for too. Was episode eight, I think, in my nice. bonus. Um, with our best fart noises, we're gonna end this episode the way we end every episode by each of us making our best fart noises. Excellent. Mm. No one feels they've left anything un held in, right? That was such a good one, Daniel. <laughs> way to start us off. <laughs> <laughs>